0: Hey everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting their own company as taking the leap, as if they're blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help you understand that it doesn't have to be that way. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share the void with somebody else who might be wanting to start their own company. We saw an opportunity to help others understand that self-employment is well within your reach and just as our businesses have grown organically and by word of mouth, we want this show to grow the same way. So if you see somebody asking questions about starting or running their own service-based business, please do us a favor and send them a link to the show. I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me as always is David
1: Hilton. Mitch. David. We've been spending a lot of time together, buddy.
0: I know. It's a little awkward. I almost feel like you should take me to dinner.
1: It's not. <laughs> you know what? Trade wins Maybe maybe you, trade wins will take us to dinner this week. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> You're trying to get in my pants. I feel like it. I do. That's so weird. I have a qu- baby. It's cold outside. <laughs> I. Uh, have you ever seen that movie Grandma's Boy? No. So I've heard it's hilarious. It is hilarious. So this this like older guy works at a gaming place where they make video games. Okay. Right, and like all these guys are like eighteen. 1920 right he's got to be i don't know in the movie 35 40 okay they call him gray bush okay <laughs> like that's what they that's his nickname right it is gray bush right i've i have a lot of gray hairs okay? none down there i have a lot of gray hairs <laughs> you have a lot of gray hairs i have no gray hairs no in there's my no bush. there's
0: no bush like yeah. i
1: keep it high and tight yeah but yeah. i could still see no
0: no you? None. I, I get gray eyebrow hairs i have a gray eyelash so you have but a, no no gray bush, none. Okay, I was just
1: <laughs> curious. Like I don't like I'm looking. Like I'm a is it me? Is, yeah, you know, like I'm getting some grays. You have way more than me. Oh, I got a lot. You got a lot. That's Dude. when you marry a redhead. That's on you. You know that you're going to get gray hairs. You know what's wild? Your dad's hair is pretty white too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, where mine really started to come in. This is so wild. So you know, two years ago or whatever, I did 75 harden. And it took me hundred days to complete it because it took me twenty five days to complete day one. Um, That's I've, bad. Well, I no. I've What's told, day one? They're all the same. Every day is the same. But one of the requirements is that you have to drink a gallon of water. Oh, and you couldn't drink a and gallon of water. I never drank water before it, and so literally day one, I gave myself water poisoning. And and I'm not shitting you, like legit water poisoning.
1: Um, I, I remember that. What do they call that, like
0: hypoxia it. or something like that? I don't that.
1: remember it taking you 25 days.
0: It took me 25 days to get the tolerance to be able to drink uh, a gallon of water in one day without getting sick. So
1: it didn't take you 25 days. It just took you 25 days to get the tolerance to start the program. To
0: start day one, right? Okay, gotcha. And what's funny, like, you track it on an good, app. I was
1: so confused for a yeah. second.
0: <laughs> you, you track it on an app, and then, it, like, if you fail... Because you're not plugging in your progress, and you forget to take your progress photo, or you didn't read your ten pages, you or a
1: progress photo Who every cares?
0: day, every day.
1: Does that? Does the photo? If you complete the entire program and don't take a photo every day, does it really fucking matter?
0: It does. No, it doesn't. Here's why. No, it doesn't. The purpose of the photo is to show you that results are happening, but because you're staring at yourself every day, you don't see the results because all you do is remember what you look like yesterday.
1: Yeah, so if you did 75 hard and didn't take a photo, that means that you had more mental fortitude than the 75 hard took because they're using the photo as inspiration for day-to-day ju- No. Come on. It's not inspiration, it's to show you the progress. I don't need pro- if you don't need to see the progress, you've well, done it without in spite of it. If you don't need to see so the, the, the progress, is you're bullshit. not you're the not see- bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't you, need to take the photo.
0: The the photo is to show you how far you've come.
1: Yeah, because I, you look, don't I get I get the reason of the photo. I'm yeah. just saying that doesn't make the program harder or less hard. I well, think it would actually make it less hard not taking the photo.
0: You'd be you'd be, you'd be amazed. A lot of people fail the program, they get twenty five days in and they forget to take a progress photo. That's the like. Okay, the, so it's that's, not
1: it's not about the progress, it's about the
0: it's about the discipline to achieve, to the, achieve all the objectives okay. every day.
1: See, I knew that you'd get there eventually.
0: Yeah, so so you got you got a progress photo. You got to read 10 pages so gotta push, of
1: a... You got to push Mitch a little bit every day.
0: You got to read 10 pages of a book. Um, you have to do two 45-minute workouts separate from each other every day. One of them must be outdoors regardless of the, the climate and weather. Um, well, see, I never
1: make it because I'm not reading 10 pages of a book every day.
0: Yeah. You, you got to stick to a diet. They don't specify what diet it is, but you have to stick to a diet.
1: Cheeseburger every day. I can um, fucking do that.
0: Zero cheat <laughs> meals, right? So so
1: if I said I'm eating a cheeseburger every day and then I ate a chicken sandwich, I'd be cheating?
0: Uh, yeah. And <laughs> um, <laughs> So like my diet was no more than 80 carbs a day. Uh, that are, was carbs, my,
1: are carbs a killer for you?
0: Well, it's just the diet that I chose at the time.
1: So, like, my brother-in-law, like, carbs are his enemy. Yeah. Like, he's... Dude, he's... He's yoked. He's strong, yep. right? Like, he's not yoked anymore, but, like, he played D2 football and everything. But, like, car, he's like, dude, I can't eat carbs. Yeah. Like, I just can't. That's that's my enemy.
0: Yeah, so I, I like was me, trying... I could
1: eat a loaf of bread every day. And it wouldn't matter.
0: I was trying... Uh, the, the initial goal was to stay under 100 carbs, and that was too easy, so I docked it down to 80, like, halfway through the program. Oh, it's um,
1: not hard enough. Let's make it harder.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> Uh basically I was pushing a keto diet and I don't like keto. Like I hated keto? it. Keto is I mean, like
1: I've heard of keto, but what's a keto diet?
0: A keto diet is forcing your body into ketosis where oh, it's burning where it your own fat? body fat no, instead okay. of the fat your or carbs you're consuming. So right? how do you do that? You basically greatly restrict your carb intake. Oh, okay. To force your body into ketosis. And you can actually measure it. By like I don't, I don't I'm i not a chemist I can't tell you but they sell strips that you can pee on and based off of the color that the strip turns it will tell you how deep into ketosis you are really yeah and you're trying to find this perfect balance if you go too deep into ketosis you actually get sick they call it the keto flu where you are physically ill because you're not consuming enough carbs. So you don't want that. Like you want to be just yeah. just under and
1: malnutrition that. at that yeah. at that point.
0: And um, I mean, it worked. Like so, I've I've got this progress photo where this was going. was I got this progress photo of like day one of seventy five hard, and <laughs> yeah. then the final day of seventy five hard, which was a hundred days later. Day one was yeah, I get it. You know, I didn't know I was going <laughs> to fail, so I take my progress photo in the mo- morning, <laughs> and I, I got like a full beard, and I'm like, I got a giant beer belly, dude. I
1: do you want to know the truth? A hundred percent truth. I had like so we. Like, we would talk and message and stuff, and I'd see what you're doing, and you're seeing what I'm doing, you know, but I hadn't seen you in person. Yeah. And when you posted those photos, like, hey, I did this, and blah, blah, In that first one, I thought, this, dude, this guy is fat. This, this guy got what fat. What the fuck yeah. happened to Mitch? Yeah. Janine was like, she literally turned her phone and showed me, and she was like, hey, who do you think this is? And I was like, that's Mitch. I was like, oh my God, he's so, what? Yeah. He's so fat.
0: Didn't you see the last one, though? Day 75? Yeah. What, which, which technically, I guess, day 100.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: I was down to twelve point nine. So I started at like two hundred and ten pounds or something like you that. Were so fat. And I was I had no muscle. I was all fat. I finished at one hundred and eighty six pounds and twelve point nine percent body fat. Yeah. So and I have no clue what body fat I started at because I didn't start scanning until like halfway through that yeah. whole thing. Well, so the whole
1: point isn't to know your body. You don't care, right? Like that's not the point, right? right?
0: And and also it's not a it's not a fitness thing fitness is a part of it but it's a mental discipline program
1: yeah it's and, a discipline check
0: and yeah and the whole purpose to, of the program is like if you can if you can more stick to those objectives for 75 days there's nothing you can't do like one of the objectives is no alcohol um, one of the objectives is no cheat meals so even like even if i'm limiting myself to 80 carbs a day and i've got like i've only eaten 60 carbs today i can eat a snickers no that's a cheat meal like, no snacks, no candy. And there's people that'll, you know, I'm counting my macros, and I've got room to eat this Rice Krispie Treat. That's a fucking a, cheat meal. Like, you're yeah. not doing that shit. I'm not like, a, no uh, cheat meals. I'm
1: not a, so I don't like sweets. Like, right. I hardly ever eat cookies. So, like, a cheat meal for me is to, like, go into the fridge and eat half of a cold steak that's left over, like, literally <laughs> with my hands. Yeah. Like, that's, Yeah, I love that. Yep. I will eat the shit out of a cold steak. When I'm like hard f- into my Virginia diet in now,
0: <laughs> when I'm hard into my diet now, I enjoy a good cheat meal. But like literally my diet now is chicken and rice. I mean, How do and you, it's, it's flavorful, but it's so... First off, no, it's no, not I, flavorful. I mix it with taco seasoning and soy sauce. It's got a lot of flavor
1: if I made you chicken Marsala and then I said, eat this Marsala,
0: <laughs> of course, <laughs> if I, if I gave you, Hey,
1: do you want this chicken Marsala with mushrooms that I made from scratch? Or do you want this chicken and rice? You'd be like,
0: yeah. Okay. in a, in a fat laden sauce.
2: Fuck that. chicken It's actually not that bad for you. I went out and bought like a huge, like Chuck roast. I slice no, it all up. Now that's bad for you. I I, I laid <laughs> Chuck it out. Roast I like laid it out, and I just froze it in sheets. So like for meals, I just go and break off like a huge section. Yeah. Throw some broccoli. Throw some garlic. Into or I'll just pull salt it out, that bitch put and some eat beans, it rice. Eat a flat.
1: Just yep. Yeah. I love it, man. What do you want to talk about today, dude? We we got two hot topics. They're not hot topics, but what do you want to talk about? So topic one. Uh, I always ask, like, I don't know what the topics are. (laughs) Hey, guys,
0: I know what the topics are. Uh, Topic (laughs) one is Would you rather have five years of your life back or $5 million? Uh, Topic two is Get ready. Hey, if you like what you're hearing on The Void and you want even more info, we just started a mentorship program specifically for trades professionals to start their business or to get their business to an incredibly healthy position. So if you'd like more info, click on the link in the description of this show. So we'll get to topic two here in a minute. But topic
1: one, five years or f- are you asking me?
0: Well, so um <clears throat> As as we've done on some more recent shows here, this spawns from a more popular Facebook post that I made, um, and uh, it was really interesting to see the results. So I asked on Facebook, "Would you rather have five years of your life back or five million dollars?" And tons and tons of responses from all people of all different walks of life. Right. So I've got I've got friends that are um, living under paycheck to paycheck. Right, poverty, poverty.
1: Yeah, and I've
0: got friends that are multi-multi millionaires. Yeah, and um, I don't think I don't have any
1: friends. I got like fucking three.
0: I got Among I got his
2: poverty friends. I got, a, <laughs> I, got a,
0: I got
1: a couple of friends that are verging on the billionaire level. Um, look, when you say friends, like if you don't see them more than once a week, they're not your friends. Well, Facebook friends,
0: okay. Uh, but but we engage on each other's shit acquaintances. Right? Okay, acquaintances. What you call it whatever. Um, Well,
1: you got to know because you got to have perspective. Yeah. I got to know who you're talking to.
0: Yeah. Um, So it was really interesting to see the responses on this. Um, Most of my poor friends, well, I'm going to say all of my poor friends chose I would rather have $5 million. Okay. All of my very wealthy friends said, you can't buy time back. I want time. I can always make more money. I want five more years of my life back. Okay, my middle ground friends and we're going to we're going to go anywhere from one hundred thousand in a
1: very interesting conversation.
0: Yeah, we're going to go from the people that maybe have a net worth of one hundred thousand all the way up to close to a million. Okay, so that's a big range. It's a giant range of people.
1: Okay, what about people that are worth over that? Do you consider them your rich friends? Well, I'm just going I'm just off. Of the, scale, that's right. All.
0: I'm just going off of the sample size of the people that responded to my post. Okay. okay gotcha. So my middle mm-hmm. ground friends were split about 50 50 And even people on the upper side of that income range were still choosing money. Right? And and so it was it was just a really cool experiment. So the poor people obviously they want money, right? That's the only thing on their mind when you're poor, it's I need more money. Right? When you have money. It's. I need more time. I have the money. I can make more money. I've. I've got the skills to make more money. But I want time. And we've said it before on the show that poor people spend money to save time. And no, wait. What is that noise?
1: <laughs> it's Austin. <laughs> Stop. Stop that. No, I'm not get, breathing. It's this. Get off the mic. Mike, listen. It's Austin. He's rubbing his face on the mic. Yeah, you're rubbing your face Stop on the mic. Yeah, I know, I know <laughs> you know you. Yeah. I, I almost got, got him. Your fu- no. I almost got him. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Boston. guys. Get off the mic.
0: Poor people, I, I was saying that wrong anyway. Poor people spend time to save money. Wealthy people spend money to save <clears> time, <throat> right? They're, 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 they're literally buying their time back, right? Uh, prime example, a wealthy person uses a private jet. Why do they use a private jet? Because commercial airliners are a massive time suck. It takes, like, for me to fly to Dallas, it takes seven hours. Yeah. By the time I drive to the airport, go through TSA, get there an hour ahead of time, board the plane, wait for the most, like, God damn, it's 2023 and people can't board a plane in an orderly fashion. It's because
1: like, people are getting dumber. Yeah, We've talked I know. about that forever. Yeah. Let's, don't get me on a tangent but, about people being idiots.
0: But what I'm saying is the flight is like 45 minutes. From wheels up to wheels down is nothing. Yeah, it's
1: like an hour. I think but it's, it's an hour. It still takes
0: me fucking seven hours. I know. I know. By the time I leave my house to the time I walk out of the airport in Dallas, I know that's it would take me drive. seven hours. That's why I drive. And you don't have right? to
1: rent a car. It takes the same amount of time. I tell people now, this all the time. It's fucking ridiculous. What's going on?
0: You see people with a, a PJ private jet, and they're literally driving to the airport, walk straight from their car. Yeah, it takes them two hours into the jet. Boom, the jet flies just as fast. They walk out the jet and they're flies done. Faster, probably faster. Yeah, right. So, um. They're not doing it as a flex. Now, a lot of people will take photos on it and it comes off as a flex or whatever else. However, I'd flex on it. <laughs> if, you're, if your time, you know, everybody's got a different value for what their time is worth, right? Mm-hmm. And if your time is worth $500 an hour, then it's worth it for you to shave six hours or five hours or four hours off your travel time, right? I can work four hours longer. And if my time's worth $500 an hour, I'm making $2,000 more, and then I fly the PJ down there. And then I can work four hours longer down there, I'm making another $2,000 more, and I can fly the PJ back, right? So now I've made four grand. Well, you still lost, but it's... It depends on what the PJ costs. You know yeah, what I mean? So exactly. And, and I'm mm-hmm. just using rough. I'm just using rough numbers, yeah, no, right? No, I get it. And they've got some hybrid scenarios. Like you can fly JSX, which is like private jets, but they book them for like twenty people. Yeah. And they're twenty strangers, but it's still a private jet. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. You can do things like that. But but what I'm saying is is wealthy people use things like that to buy their time back. Yeah. Poor people are scourging Google. And, oh, if I book the red-eye flight, I can save $20 on my flight, and I'm going to do that, right? They're spending time to save money. So now they're driving to the airport at 4 a.m. because that flight was $20 cheaper than the 9 a.m. flight.
1: They're not necessarily flying there because it's $20 cheaper. They're they're going there at that time because that's what they can afford sometimes. Sometimes, right? right? Not necessarily that they're... They're viewing it as I'm saving that money. It's if I yeah. don't do this, I can't go at all.
0: Now let's let's bring this into a more real topic: oil changes. Right? I used to do all my own oil changes. It made sense. I can go buy all the shit for forty five dollars. I can jack my car up. I can do it. No big deal, right? Well, Jiffy Lube will do it for ninety nine dollars. So I think there's it's like
1: 125 now.
0: Well, it depends. It depends on if you're needing a high a high capacity oil or the high end oil or whatever, right?
1: It's called full synthetic. But yeah. yes, okay.
0: So what um, happened to you, man? <laughs> but what <laughs> I'm saying, well, then I take one of my work trucks in there, and it's like 160 bucks. Yeah. Because it's both yeah. full synthetic and high capacity. Yeah. But anyway, um, what I'm saying is, poor people change their own oil because they're saving hundred dollars. Rich people realize, and I will say rich, rich is a wrong term. Wealthy people realize that at a certain point, I'm no longer saving money, changing my own oil. I would much rather drive into Jiffy Lube, have it done in 20 minutes. I can't even go buy oil and come back to my house in 20 minutes. So I can drive into Jiffy Lube and in 20 minutes it's done. And that frees me up for that extra hour to go make more money in the plumbing company. right? So, there there's a crossover point there. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't like there there are some people that still stick to the old ways of doing things. I don't care how much money I make, I'm always changing my own oil. That's a fucking racket and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you're in a plumbing company and you're charging $350 an hour, like I I'm not that that's not what we charge. A lot of companies charge that, right? So if you're in a plumbing company and you're charging $350 an hour, it's it's actually more profitable for you to go spend that hour in a customer's home and make $350. Than it is for you to spend that hour. That oil change just cost you three hundred and fifty bucks, you know. Unless your schedule was empty and you had the room. Yeah. So.
1: I, uh, <clears throat> should I jump in here? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. What's up? Hey, yeah. Of course we are. Oh. Don't talk. <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Is it an emergency? No, she oh. just came to see you. Okay.
1: <laughs> I pull up a chair. I uh, I changed my own oil. Right. Still to this day. Well, you may have the time. I have the time. Right. But I do it because I like it. <laughs> so like yes. It, so so I I love the fact that so I'll just so the n- numbers wise so I went this weekend to O'Reilly's and I spent two hundred and thirty five dollars and I bought enough shit to do Janine's car twice, the truck once, and the Camaro twice. Right. So, so five, five oil changes. changes for two hundred and thirty five dollars. Yep. Okay. That's cheap. That's super That's cheap. That's $40, 50 an oil change. Super cheap, right? Yep. But I like doing it. Yeah. Right? You right. know, like I like knowing that it's done right. Like I had a friend one time go to Valvoline and they didn't put his engine plug back in and he mm-hmm. left and shelled a motor and literally for eight months had to battle Had to NBA fight him and Yeah, yep. all that kind of stuff, right? Right. I don't, I do it because I like it. Yep. I have money. I can go do it. Right. What I don't like doing is. I don't like spending a lot of money on stuff that I know I can do for myself if there's no value there. Correct. It is very hard for me, and I'm going to argue against you here just for to be devil's <laughs> advocate. Just because you go have that oil changed and it doesn't take you as much time doesn't necessarily mean that you're automatically going to gain an hour to go to a customer's home and work.
0: Yeah, it depends on how busy your schedule is.
1: It, it, it 100% does. And yeah. it also depends on what you are and where you are. If you're mm-hmm. a one-man shop and you're so busy that you can't even freaking eat lunch, yes. Pay for the it oil ma- change. Pay for the oil change because guess what? You can eat lunch at the oil change. Yeah. Like, hey, guys.
0: Hit the drive-thru, pull I'm, in there, and I'm gonna eat be, your cheeseburger. Or,
1: or just get in there and be like, hey, I'm walking down the road. Yeah. I'll be right back. If it gets done, pull it the fuck out, yeah. okay? Because I gotta eat. Yeah. Like that makes sense to yeah. me, right? Yeah, I, I like the value of doing it myself. Yeah, I'm not gonna say you should do either or. Yeah, right. Like I, pff, I, I get both sides of it. Right. Um, as far as the, and I'll just jump back onto the five years or five million dollars. This is, like, I wouldn't think so. I think it really depends on how old you are. I think that question 100% depends on income and how old you are, and it's 50% each way. Totally. If if you're... 100%. And there's no
0: wrong answer to it either.
1: No. If you're 87, you're taking the five years. Yeah. Every time. Every time. You're like, oh, man, I can go... I, I'm going to live five more years longer right now and see my grandkids and great grandkids Yeah, you're taking the five years every time. Even if you were dirt poor, broke at 87, you're you still like, want the time. I'm still breathing. Yeah. Who gives a shit? And if
0: you're 40 with with 100 million in the bank, you ain't taking the money. No, you're taking the time. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, I. Increase my net worth by 5%? I would say. Or get five more years on my life? I think I'll take the five years.
1: Right. And, and, the, and the, the whole question is also like, when do the five years come? Is it right now? Well,
0: that's the. Or so, is it the end? So that's the interesting thing. The,
1: do I get five more years? Like, are you telling me that I can go back and live from 20 to 25 again? Or is it at the end of my life? I get five more years.
0: That's the interesting thing. The question doesn't specify. And yeah. so people clarify where they feel the five years are in their answer. Right. Yeah. Some people were like, oh yeah, I I got, you know, I had a fucked up last five years. I'd go back and do that all over again every time. Right. Some people assumed that you have today's uh, knowledge five years ago. Now imagine.
1: So if you're, so I'm going to be 42 on Saturday. Right. I don't have that much more knowledge now than I had five years ago. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Do I?
0: Yeah. Here's why. It right now. It is August. It's September of 2023. Yeah. So this would put you going back to September yeah, of t- I, yeah, 2018.
1: Yeah, I can do fucking math, bro. Okay. I could. So tell go my, back to 2018. I can tell my mom say, "Mom, you have to take the COVID vaccine." There you go. I told her that the first time. Well, I know. Would she? Is she? We're gonna get so off here. Is she gonna believe that I'm from the future? Like, mom. I'm I, just saying, look, mom. Five. I'm from five years in the future. Outside she of would that, look at me and. And say that I'm crazy and still not take that vaccine. Like, I know that that's what she would do.
0: Outside of that, you could invest in Zoom.
1: I don't care about that.
0: You could invest in Pfizer.
1: If I invested in Zoom, it, you can only invest the money that you would have had at that point. Correct. So, I, it, at 2018, I may have only had 25000 to invest. It wouldn't have made me $5 million.
0: It would not have.
1: But, the, that's just one example. The real theory that I want to challenge here is so depending on your age, like right now at 42, I would take the 5 million like, and you know me, Mm -hmm. like I've got some, you know, I'm not rich, Mm -hmm. you know, I would take the 5 million because if I go back in time with the knowledge that I have and change a bunch of shit up and the butterfly effect comes into play and I screw something up royally, I'm not at the position I am right now. Right. But if I take the 5 million, I'm in my same mindset right now, but I have 5 million more dollars. Right. And my daughter's the same as she is right now.
0: Right. You know what I mean? So those were some of the more interesting answers were the people that used, some of the people explained their answers to I'll take the 5 million because now I can retire five years sooner. I don't need the five more years on my lifespan I need five more years to enjoy. Yeah. Right? So they're, they're, they're creating their own hybrid scenario where yeah. I can retire five years sooner at least.
1: Well, and well first off, if 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 you are a – so like me right now, if I had $5 million, I could invest that $5 million and retire right now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm set up for later, mm-hmm. so that you know what I mean. Yep. So five million dollars, at, even at five percent, makes me enough money that I could retire right now. Right. And I, I still am in the same mindset and the same position I am right now. Yep. You know, obviously, like initially, I thought of it as. And then I thought about it for a while after I saw your post. Was like, okay, is that five years at the end? Like that's that's the immediate thing. And I thought, fuck that, right? My grandpa lived to ninety five. In the last five years, he was like, fuck this, right? You know, he you was wouldn't trying want to, to string that out another was, five. Yeah, he was trying to get out, right? You know what I mean? Like so so. And in that's where prime the time right now. You have five mil. You're like oh, shit, what am I doing? Well, right. the first thing I'm doing is paying my house off. Second thing I'm doing is buying a Ferrari. Next thing I'm doing is buying a ranch to hunt elk at because my buddy won't fucking <laughs> book any elk hunts. Then I'm getting a beach house so I can go fucking deep sea fishing and take all my friends with them, which I only have three, so you three are, okay, here we go.
0: Well, you are out of money. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's only one, two, three. Four. No, I still have five left. <laughs> Because I still have my money, right?
0: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> gonna spend I' spend all years. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm just kidding. But yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like
0: I no, it was just an interesting social experiment because there's no right or wrong answer.:
1: It's very interesting to find out how people think and what people find as important. Yes, you know what I mean, like if you're dirt poor, you're obviously taking the money. Yeah, because you're like, okay, so say I could go back in time five years, do I want to relive being broke? Right. No. Right. I'm taking the money.
0: Right. And and it kind of plays on the whole thing of like if you could if you could go back to the day you graduated high school with the knowledge you have today, would you? And or you know, or or would you take 10 million right now? You know.
1: I would. Like I want. Oh man. That see that's another question entirely. Like because if. If I could go back to being eighteen and know what I know now, right, dude, I'd be slaying so much ass. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, you know, I'd have eighteen STDs, which, and it would by like, the way, do any better? I like, I don't, I don't, I couldn't. Did you Did you see
0: the pictures from over the weekend? No. So Mason went oh, to his yeah. first homecoming. Yeah, I saw him. Man, I don't know whether to be like, ha- well, I'm happy for Mason or jealous. But now I'm not jealous. God, <laughs> that's pervy to be jealous. No, but. I
1: mean that you're not young anymore. <laughs> So he, <laughs>
0: Mason's got a girlfriend and just,
1: you took it completely. He, wrong. he goes, <laughs> you, you know, he, he
0: asked her to home. Homecoming was this last weekend and he's telling me, he's like, you know, none of her friends have dates. And so they're all just going solo.
1: Take them all bro.
0: Well, I didn't realize. So we went to his girlfriend's house to drop him off and
1: take some and pictures, take some and pictures nice, and, you know, yeah, do all the
0: things. He's the only dude. And there's like seven girls there. And they like staged pictures of him sitting in the middle of all these girls. Did and you it's like, take him to the side, like,
1: look something. like, this is the greatest moment of your yeah. life right now. You don't even fucking know what's about to happen. Well, to you. What's, what's really
0: funny is so they all rode in a minivan to go there. Well, there wasn't any room for Mason in the minivan. So we had to take Mason, right? And it's only like a four minute drive from where their house was to the you school. You should
1: have came over and got the Camaro. I'd have let you take it.
0: No. Well, I mean, maybe later. I mean, when he's driving or something, right?
1: Yeah, hopefully I have a Ferrari by then. But he can take it.
0: Um, God, but, I hope so. Anyway, he. So I'm like driving him, and I'm like, you know, I, and I've been asking him this for like a, a few, like so is a week. It just
1: you and him in the car?
0: Me and him and Daniel. Oh, see, that's but, the problem. You well, Daniel in the car. Even before that, like he and I were driving around before that, just me and him. And I'm like, hey, I know you got, you know, obviously homecomings tonight. I'm I'm driving you around wherever you need to go, if. If there's some parties, if you if you go to homecoming and you find out there's some parties you want to go to, let me know. And he's like, Dad, I'm not going to parties. And I'm like, dude, this is like, like, there's going to be fun parties to go to. Like, I'm yeah, this isn't like I'm baiting you to get in trouble. Like, I'm telling you, I will drive you wherever you need to go.
1: Yeah. And but then you'd have the talk like, don't do anything stupid.
0: Well, uh, yeah, we would have that, but but even then, I mean, he's a high schooler, he's going to do what he's going to, he's going to live the high school life, right?
1: Yeah, but you can tell him to live the high school life and try to be aware of your surroundings and not be a complete (laughs) jackass. Right, right,
0: right. He didn't want to do any parties. None at all. See, this is the problem with the kids these days. I know. It makes you
1: feel good as a parent, but like as a... As a male of a male that you're like, yeah, this is my boy. He's going to be like me. You're like, man, no, like almost this is social media. Like yeah. we
0: snuck out. We went to parties because that was the only way we could hang out with our friends. Now yeah. they have social media. They can literally track the whereabouts of their friends on Snapchat 24 seven.
1: Yeah, it's so weird, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, he'll, so he'll be like, I wonder where my buddy's going. Oh, he's going 80 miles an hour down I-70 in middle of Kansas right now
1: it's just like they even know what
0: speed they're going
1: well i don't understand <laughs> the and i know it's because i'm ignorant right like i don't like the dopamine rush was getting out of the house yeah and then going to someone's house that had no parents there and you weren't even doing anything bad no but you just were like man I'm with my friends. It's freedom yeah it's, it's just freedom yeah there's no freedom i know and in here your I'm, house on the fu- i don't i'm encouraging him I to go to parties and he's understand. like dad i'm not going I don't understand, dude. It's, it's weird. just so crazy. It's just yeah. so fucking weird to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. even now, I'm thinking, like, like man, I wish I could get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm looking around like Janine's, like... No, I don't live that far away. I don't want to come over here. <laughs> I got a cool bar in the basement. <laughs> yeah, your kid's playing Xbox in the corner. I mean, that's not <laughs> exciting to me. Like, you know, I want to see a chick fight. You know what I mean? I want to see one <laughs> drunk girl punch another drunk girl in there the face. you go. You know what I mean? It's just like, like, I'm... Man, I gotta get out of the house. I'm looking around. Layla's in the other room. Janine's reading her book. I'm like, man, I just gotta sneak the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. you know, I'm mean, like, I just, I want to, you know what I mean. I still, I want to go do stuff and have fun and right. you know, be with people and do things. And it's like these kids now are just like, nope, I'm good. Right? It'll, it'll circle back. Everything's a
0: cycle. It'll come back.
1: I know it will, but it's like, I just can't wrap my mind around it. Yeah. That's what I mean. It yep. just, I, I just don't get it. it Gone it are the days of me. pushing
0: your car out of the driveway so your parents don't hear it start. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's not a thing anymore.
1: Yeah. It's like, you can't sneak out of high school and go out and jumpstart your buddy's Mustang and then park it in the other parking lot. Yeah. Like, you just can't do that <laughs> stuff anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah.
0: It's just part of it.
1: Yeah. You can't open the slider all real slow.
0: Yeah, you can't botch the. So my, when we were young, my parents had got an alarm on the house to keep us in.
1: Yeah, because well, we would go to Mitch's house. We got this from your brother, by the way. Yeah, and we'd open the sliding glass door, and you could go out, and we'd sneak egg out and TP and, yep, and yep. push boats in Lakewood out, or yep, go see chicks or go. Well so how we all, in, all kinds of just Where all chaos. that started? So
0: you got the little door sensors, right? You got the sender and the receiver on the door.
1: Yeah. They got the and, yeah. So when it breaks and, the connection, it's like a little laser, breaks the connection, alarm goes off.
0: Yeah. So we hacked it and we
1: pulled <laughs> I there was no we. This was all Mitch.
0: Yeah. So so basically it's this it's this receiver.
1: Mitch was way mounted than on the door jam. He was and smarter than he's smarter now.
0: It's a receiver mounted on the door jam, and then it's a little magnet that you mount on the door. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever the magnet pulls away from the receiver, the alarm would go off. Yeah. Well, I opened everything up, and I stuck the magnet inside the receiver. <laughs> so so no matter how off. much you open the door, the receiver yeah. thought the door was closed.
1: Did you ever tell your dad? No you should just to let me hey dad
0: well hey maybe he'll listen to this and he'll learn does he listen to the podcast we we would sneak out I don't know I think they do I I know she watches on YouTube because she commented on one of the
1: videos and I'm like like, oh shit my
0: mom listens to our podcast sorry mom I cuss (laughs) remember
1: that time your dad Caught me drinking his Oktoberfest. Yep. And he, he wasn't mad that I drank his beer. He was mad that I drank his special beer. Yeah, yeah. It and was so the I, Oktoberfest. Yeah, so I brought him a six pack and I was like, Vic, I'm sorry. Here you and go. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we. Like, he wasn't mad about the beer. He was just like, dude, that was. Like, it comes around once a year. That's, like, that's yeah. my special That was my stash. And, like, I felt... And it I was, like, in
0: December when you drank it. <laughs> it was, <laughs> like, the so holdover. Bad. I was,
1: like, oh, man. Yeah. So, the next year, I yeah. got him a sixer, and I brought... I think I drank one. It, it was only it's one. It's a holiday five-pack. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. But, yeah, he was... Like, you could tell, like, his feelings were hurt. Like, he was crushed. Like, dude, yeah. that's... That's my special beer. <laughs> one of the one of the
0: funniest moments sneaking out was we snuck out of my parents' house and
1: I don't know how we got. We, on this time we lived
0: in a neighborhood, and that neighborhood was on a lake, and there were two marinas on the lake, and these had like scrolling four digit lock combinations to get onto each of the yeah. You couldn't just docks. walk onto
1: the dock; they had locking gates.
0: Yeah. Well, we found out that the dock, the locking gates, were in numerical order. So, like gate, like dock A was twenty twenty. To get into dude, first, Doc A, Doc first B, off,
1: first off was twenty twenty one. First off, there was no we. Mitch like literally went down there and was like trying I to figured figure it out it one out, day, yeah. and then figured it out. He's by himself. Yeah, like breaking and entering. Learn, learn. Yeah, he comes back and he's like, "Hey, do well, if you're gonna something. break an
0: enter, do it solo."
1: He's like, "He's like, guess what I found out?" Yeah, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "I found out all the combinations, all the combinations, like all the both." I figured I like, out. What two are of we doing? Yeah. I was, my first thing was are we going to ride boats around? He's like, no, you idiot. Yeah. We're not riding. boats." So I think you did that. We did that. Well, one we did time. that
0: once. We commandeered a boat one time. Somebody left their keys in it. And that was foolish out of around, them. Drank some beer. So, but then <laughs> we would, as a prank. We're in high school and middle school. So we go unlock all of the docks at once. And we had like four or five guys with us and everybody went to one dock and we started untying boats and pushing them out into the middle of the lake. And we did this for like 45 minutes. And, and we're just pushing and pushing and there's pushing. No,
1: there's no wind. The boats are like, dude, they're out there. They're out there, they're right. like 200 yards out in the and, middle of this lake.
0: And it didn't get funny until all of a sudden like it's quiet, right? It's whisper quiet. All of a sudden you'd hear this dong and those were two boats bumping into each other. And so we're like, oh my gosh. So we're laughing our asses off. Well, finally somebody had called the neighborhood patrol. Yeah. And they so had a,
1: they had their own patrol. In yeah. The neighborhood. Here they come
0: over the hill with their little, you know, fake cop lights on. Yeah. And so we're having to run hey, hey from boys. the end of the docks. We're we, having we, to run yeah, at them.
1: We got to go. And and so we got to go right now. They,
0: they chase us on foot all the way back to my parents house and like literally flashlight beams were at our feet the entire time. Somehow Was we get at the
1: a- one time that we like we were running and we both dove into a yard and then like the automatic lights came on yeah. and lit up all and lit up the whole yard. <laughs> and we're, and we're laying, like, ah, oh, shit, I, I'm <laughs> like <a> dead body <laughs> body we think we're hiding in the in shadows. The yeah, we're hiding yeah. in the shadow of this pine tree and like these lights come on and Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: and so somehow we get enough distance on him where we dive into my parents' basement, close the door, and jump over the couch. And not not 30 seconds later, all the lights are out in the basement, and here comes flashlights panning across yeah. my parents' basement. But they weren't sure we were in there, so they no. never rang the doorbell, no. and we got away scot-free.
1: We, we did stuff like that all the time. Yeah, we, It was, first off, the patrolmen were like, 28 year old fat guys yeah. That couldn't make The academy Yeah So it was really fun To fuck with them Yeah Like they were a Super out of shape You and can weren't. always
0: Outrun a guy That couldn't make The academy
1: Yeah <laughs> we, were, we were all Between 16 and 18 And could fucking Flat run Yeah Like at 18 You could, you could run yeah. even, even if you're Out of shape You can run Yeah Like these guys Are You can hear them.
0: <laughs> Please stop Stop Please. My squad car's Way back
1: there I, I, <laughs> He's oh like calculating
2: man. Like I gotta walk All this bad yeah.
1: uh, it's just you know what would have been the smart thing was, was to have someone stay and then they leave and then they take the patrol car <laughs> yeah, and then like, steal the cop car yeah, and just drive it around <laughs> for a while cut some donuts yeah. and then push it into the lake that's yeah. probably what we should have done like, yeah. that would have been that would have been good
0: pushing boats into the lake is pretty fairly minor property like no damage well, has occurred it's not right? like the ozarks <laughs> like, it, like you, can, you can
1: swim across it it's not that far yeah. like it's not you know It's Uh, not that big.
0: Those are times that my son won't ever experience because he's not going to sneak out of the house. Why would he? Like he's He's just going to get on his. Yeah. And and that's what I was
1: meaning earlier. Like it's like you're almost sad. that They're not being disobedient. I know. It's so weird. Like Like, I I so look forward to grounding you for sneaking out and
0: now you're not.
1: Yeah. Thanks a lot. Shithead. And your internet. I'm grounding you for not doing something fun.
0: Right. that's the new grounding. It almost makes me want to turn his internet off at. 8 p.m. So that he has to sneak out to see his friends.
2: Yeah. Right? <laughs> what? It's been to talk about
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's so dumb. Yeah. It's just, I, so I was talking to a lady today. This is so weird. We were talking about it. We were literally talking about her and I are the same age. And we were talking about like, you know, just being young mm. and, you know, being inquisitive and doing things and this and that. And, like the first phones that anyone had were, like, piece of shit flip phones that there was no... You couldn't even text on them. Right. Like, texting wasn't even a thing. Right. Right? And you just lived this life. And now it's like, there's just no... There's no living anymore. Yeah. Like, there's just no sense of adventure or no excitement. Yeah. And it's just like, what, what so, fucking happened?
0: Another funny story. We're um, talking about
1: outlawing... Well, really, we're talking about outlawing smartphones and the internet on your phone. Which, right. Which, to be honest, like... I'm I'm a super freedom, let me do whatever I want kind of guy, but to be honest, I mean we should probably shut all that shit down. You don't think it's a good move for society? No, I don't think it's a good move for society. Yeah, I mean it's not my place, but I mean like my we were talking about it because my daughter's ten, she wants a phone, and I'm like no. Yep. And she's like, for us the rules
0: thirteen in our house.
1: When when can I have a phone? And I'm like, maybe when you start driving, you can have a phone. I'm like, I'm not. All my friends have phones. I don't give a fuck that your friends have phones. Have <laughs> all your friends jumped off a bridge? Yeah, when do you? And, and guess what? Half your friends are gonna be retarded in three years. Like, yeah. what do you? I. You know you can't say that to them. but right, You right. know it's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. For us, it was thirteen because at thirteen they're doing enough crazy activities
1: out of the house all the
0: time where you do need to be in contact with them.
1: You know you say that Mason's really responsible. Grant. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what he's gonna be looking at on that phone, bro?
0: Oh yeah Well that's It is what it is It's you know? not
1: it is what it is It's <laughs> Good luck My yeah. conspiracy not apparent. a parent I don't know what to tell you It's going to be a train wreck yeah. Don't well, call me
2: My conspiracy <laughs> theory Is uh, Mason and Grant Are actually sneaking out But they're so good At hiding it Like yeah We're just going to stay in Yeah we got him
1: Okay let's go. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad you know sleeps what? like a rock <laughs> That could be 100% true It could be I so,
2: hope it and is And more
0: power to him yeah. yeah. I,
1: I fucking hope it I've is I've
0: abdicated for years That if they would just team up They could get away With so much mm. shit so maybe this is them teaming
2: up. They're like, just playing the yeah. More card. power to them. Yeah, I just oh, it's 8 APM. Dad's just... a dipshit. Right. <laughs> there's like a whole like there's like people like that he doesn't know are living in his basement. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and I shouldn't say that. Like if if one of your boys called me at like midnight and was like, "Hey, Dave, I need help." I, I'd fucking I'd, uh, right. I'm on my way, bro. Right. I'd like where fucking are? Wh- where are you at? Right. I'm on my way. I wouldn't even call you. I would just well, go there first and then find out what was going on. Thankfully,
0: like, I have the relationship with them where they know they could do that with me right yeah so like
1: at that moment no consequences yeah like
0: just let's just we got to figure out what's up do what's right right
1: figure it out later
0: and they've heard from me a thousand times over that there's no problem you can get yourself in that i can't fix so when you're in a problem call me right oh that's interesting
2: no. I, mean, I wonder if Mason look, would buy a kilo look, of coke for me. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not drug
0: trafficking, and that's not murder, okay? Oh, well, you're so, not
1: fun.
2: Live a little bit. I mean, if, he's
0: like, if he calls me and he's like, Dad, we need a shovel and a rug and a tarp, I'm like, okay, this might be a problem I can't fix. No, you just drive to Dave's
1: house. Yeah. You, You've
0: got a stockpile of shovels, rugs, and tarps? I just... <laughs>
1: No comments. There's no questions at Dave's. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a nice
2: little hole that you can fall into in his back. There's right a gone. lot of back holes
1: there. out there. No one, so you know what? Let's not talk about it. We may need those holes later.
0: Quick funny story about my youngest kid. Um, 13 years ago, Grithanial. 14 years ago, Facebook used to offer this thing where you could pay Facebook to print all of the pictures that you posted on Facebook that year. And they would print them and put them in a hardcover book for you. And um,
1: I like where this is going.
0: So Danielle did it for like two years. We have two books downstairs, which was all the photos she shared on Facebook for a year.
1: Okay, so not the photos the kids took. Photos she took. She took
0: and she posted on Facebook. Okay, did she take? And so it's a way to like. Well, those weren't in there 13 okay. years ago. I'm
1: just, I just And
0: this isn't Facebook Messenger. This is public oh, Facebook.
1: Okay. Relax. <laughs> I'm just trying to get aware of the situation.
0: So so Grant gets this wild hair up his ass last weekend and he starts thumbing through the books. Uh-oh. And and Grant's 12, right?
1: Is so, he 12 now?
0: Yeah. Just Damn. just turned 12 oh, so two weeks he just ago had a birthday, yeah. Yep. So he starts thumbing through the books and he's like looking at pictures like she's pregnant with him in these pictures. And here's Mason as a one-year-old in these pictures. She and wasn't like
1: in her bathroom showing the shelves or anything crazy. Was no, she? we're like okay. standing in Mason's
0: nursery and, you know, shit like that. Oh, okay. Got it. And when you're living in your little house. there's
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And and there's a photo that she took of her standing in the bathroom mirror because this, again, this was 13 years ago, cameras didn't have, or phones didn't have front-facing cameras. Yeah. So a selfie was taking a picture of yourself in the mirror. Yeah.
1: And so or she's flipped around, and it was always messed up. Yeah, she's she's messed it was always messed up. Take right, Twenty
2: of them. Right. <laughs>
0: and, and this was like on a one megapixel camera. Yeah, right? basically shit. And, and so, um, she's got her phone, and she's taking it, It's like she's pregnant with Grant, and so she's taking like progress photos and yeah. posting them on Facebook. <laughs> and and so she's like showing her belly or whatever. Grant starts chuckling. And he walks over to Danielle and flops the book on her lap. And he's like, look at you with the flip phone. <laughs> he's, he's just beside himself that she had a flip phone. And she was like, that was
1: high class back then. That was like the best no. thing ever. You look at know? You with the, I thought you were going to say, look at you. You're so fat. No, this, this was like this was like
0: 2010. Right? Oh, shit. So oh, he's just God, beside bro. himself that she had a flip phone. <laughs> but but these are also the same kids <laughs> that are like, Mom and Dad, what was it like back in last century? Like they refer yeah. you know, yeah. back in the nineteen hundreds. Yeah. When it was nineteen ninety nine, I was eighteen, and I was just banging out chicks Yeah, I remember it. Last yeah, what, what century hear about. <laughs> yeah. So all right. <laughs> Topic two. We've rambled enough. Topic two. <laughs> topic two is get is starting, ready.
2: Starting to get a little out of control. I, know. I don't know where to put that ad. down yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. luck,
1: awesome.
0: Topic two is get yes. ready, and and where this is heading <clears throat> is we're coming into some rough times. Um, if you're not there already, if w- wake up right. <laughs> if if you haven't seen that already, it's coming. Um, literally, this last week, the 30 year fixed mortgage rate went above six percent. It hasn't been above 6% since 2008. Now, I don't need to remind you what happened in 2008, but if you're young, it was the big crash of the housing market in 2008. First off, if you were 25, well, they need to be reminded. If you yeah, exactly. <laughs> right?
2: Hey, I'm so, sorry. <laughs>
0: They they claim this rate is to fight the, you know, offset of
1: inflation and all that stuff. And, it, and and maybe um, it will. Like I can see where the, it might. The problem is the only tool the Fed has is to hike rates. Right. To slow spending. To that's slow the, spending. It, that's the only thing. The yeah. real problem with this is completely off of this topic. The only the problem is you can't when you hike the rate, you cannot slow inflation on goods that you need. Like food, right, and gas, right, and, and other energies, and things like that. You can only slow down the market of cars, um, home equity loans, um, personal finance loans, home lo- you know, things like that, right? And when you slow those things down, they slow other things down. What happens when the interest rate goes up, Mitch? What's the first thing to die? New construction. New construction, right. New construction. Like, I still do... I, we've talked about it on here. I still do some custom homes for friends of mine and things like that. Dude, they're almost nil. Right. Like, they're... No subdivisions, no new subdivisions have gone in in our area. Like, they're going in, but at a rate of, like, 10% right. of what they were five years ago. And so, even even if the rate were to drop, the the home market would still be slow because those subdivisions would fill instantly and it takes time to get new ones rolling on board. Right. So like new construction is going to be slow for a while. Yeah. You know, it's going to be it, it's going to be slow for three years. Right. That's just, that's how it's going to be. So if you're in business and you're in the new construction market, you have to diversify. You know, we talked to the guys in Tradewinds about it. Look, you've got to branch out into service. You've right. got to branch out to remodel. That is the one good thing about, new construction slowing down as remodel picks up, right? Because people are like, Oh, well, we have to have a bigger home, but we can't find one or we can't afford one because we're not giving up our two, four, nine percent interest rate to get one that's seven for a house that costs us another $150,000. I can remodel for less. Right. So remodel work's going to go up. Right. Like how do you do that? You be prepared, right? You, what we talked about today, and I'll just steal some of your points. You have to cut spending in your business you have to be smart you can't spend thirty thousand dollars a month on marketing because first off there may be no one to market to right if if you're spending your market on new construction you cannot be like you said today you can't be buying new shirts and hats for everybody just because you can only buy them if you really actually have to have them right you can't buy a truck because you want to have one in reserve just to have one because you're going to need that cash flow later
0: you, you can't spend a bunch of money on useless inventory that's going to sit in your shop and not be used.
1: Yeah, that's a big thing in Tradewinds right now. Like, right. We've been talking to the guys about, they've been posting in the group, like, hey, how do you guys handle inventory?
0: Yeah. How much, how much are you stocking? The how much minimum, are you keeping in your shop? The, the, the answer, absolute minimum.
1: The answer for every trade is the minimum amount necessary to complete the business that you're in. Like, that day.
0: Yeah, the minimum amount necessary to complete daily business. Yeah, don't buy a month's mm-hmm. worth of inventory because all you're doing is helping your supply house out.
1: Yeah. Now, listen. If you have a contract for twelve water heaters next month in a in a apartment complex, that's one thing. But well, that's if, not that's if, not inventory. That's you're just preparing for the next job.
0: And how you handle that mm-hmm. is you tell your supplier, "I have twelve water heater installs coming up. Get them to you." You don't pay for them until you pick them up from the supplier. That's right. So you get the supplier to get them to to them, and then the day of the install or the day before the install, you go pick them up and go put, go install them. Yeah, that's how that works. Yes, like you don't you don't <laughs> go buy them from the supplier and put them in your shop two months ahead of the install. Yeah, that's a fucking waste of money.
1: Yeah, you're not you're not paying to store them. You don't have to pay to store them. That's what your supplier's for. That's why they have, hello, warehouses. Yeah. That's why you pay them. That's why they get the markup, because they're holding the overhead, not you.
0: Right. And so many small businesses get this wrong. Your supplier is making money off selling you material and holding it for you. Most people forget (laughs) the holding it for you part. Right. So your supplier's job is not to give you material way before you need it. Your supplier's job is to give you material as you need it. And that's why they get to make the extra money on it, right?
1: Yeah, and don't so, feel I know a lot of salesmen will be like, "Well, we just we don't have the room to hold it. We we'd rather deliver it. We'd rather bullshit. blah blah blah." Figure it out. It's because they're trying to work you to make warehouse space for themselves and make that sale yeah. and have you hold on to it, and don't cave to their bullshit.
0: And you notice most of those calls come in towards the end of the month because they're trying to hit some bullshit monthly quota. That's right. right? If they can get you to yeah. pick up the water 100%. heater on the 29th instead of on the 2nd, yeah. well, their sales just went up for that month prior.
1: Yeah, and that's what we talk about when we, when we, uh, when we talk about cash flow. Yeah. Like, how do... How do you enhance your cash flow month to month? Yeah, don't be holding inventory you don't well, need. Let me or let me give aren't you aren't about to use in the next week. Let
0: me give you a prime example it's happening in our business right now. We are under contract with a local municipality to do millions of dollars in sump pump installations.
1: Do you think that you got millions? Any, do you think you got any of that sales from the podcast?
0: No. Okay. You're out. Just checking. <laughs> Millions of dollars Damn. in sump pump sales. How often am I buying them? I'm buying <laughs> them once a week, yeah. right? I'm literally sending them an email and saying, I need these to my to my shop ASAP. And it's literally the next week's worth of installs, yeah.
1: right? One week out, two one weeks out. One
0: week out. Not even two weeks out, one week out. And I, I like, I, I mean, I'm not shitting you. So my supplier's Ferguson. We've talked about it before on the show. They've been dropping the ball a little bit on me. And I'm not I'm knocking Ferguson, right? They're a big corporate entity. They've got other things going on and other things at play and everything else. But I had to go back to my rep that I deal with at Ferguson and remind them, like, not only this program, but my business as a whole. Like, you guys have been dropping the ball and, and you've, you've been struggling on deliveries. You've been struggling meeting our time demands. You've been struggling meeting our quantity demands. You're not the only supplier in town. So if you can't meet these demands, there's plenty of other people in town that will, right? And that's not me being a hard mm-hmm. ass. That's not anything. I got to have them. What do well, you want from me? And that's me so far. You know, for three years, I've had a relationship with Ferguson. I'm not going to burn that bridge at the drop of a hat. Like, I owe them the decency to go back and say, fix your shit, right? Yeah. So, um, and and and, you know, they've responded well to that conversation and everything else. Like, I have no doubt they're going to get it fixed, but... I'm, you know, million dollar contract, multi-million dollar contract. And I'm still buying sump pumps, you know, five days at a time, five at a time. That's it. Yeah. So, um, there's no re- there's just,
1: there's no reason to
0: other, other things that have happened this month. So 30, 30 year mortgage rates are the highest they've been since 08. Okay. Other things that have happened this month on September 1st, the student loan forgiveness program stopped which means everybody that had a student loan that was eligible to not make payments over that student loan has to start making payments in October. Yeah. Okay. We're talking billions of dollars with a B. Yeah. These are your customers that have not had to pay student loans for several years due to <clears throat> COVID. Now all of a sudden they have to start resume resuming payments.
1: Yeah. So you're, uh, pulling, you're essentially pulling money out of the market.
0: That is money out of the market that's not only going to affect the home services business, it's going to affect the automotive industry, it's, it's going to affect, affect it, groceries, it's going to
1: affect everything, it, right? It's going to affect everything. The only, this is a little off topic, the only good thing is, is it's a nat, it, instead of them, like they've been talking about not raising the rate, and I think it's because partly because of this, because literally money's going to come out of the market without them having to do anything. Right. And so... You know, Econ 101 is supply and demand, right? Right. Well, if there's less demand because people don't have money, supply goes down, money goes down. Right. Price, the price of products goes down. Right, right, right. Right. So, I yeah. mean, it, 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 it could be a good thing in the long run for the economy. The bad thing for short term is people have less money to spend in everything they do. right? right? Instead of, like you were saying today, and I, I know I'm robbing a lot of your stuff you were saying, like, you know, you go to a house. I don't know if you said this um, specifically, but like if if someone has a leaking toilet, instead of replacing that toilet like they want to do because they want a handicapped, maybe they just... They have, want a taller toilet, right? Yeah, maybe they just have the fluid master replaced. Right. And instead of instead of you having an $800 ticket, you've got $150. I don't know what you charge. $150 right, $150 right, ticket. Right. You know, so it's not like it's not like the sales won't be there because the demand for repairs is going to be the same. Like that's not going to drop off. Right. But the average sales is going to go down.
0: Your, your average sale might go down. Your average consumer might be more inclined to try to do the repair themselves. Yeah. A little DIY. Right? Yeah. Um, and so what, what happens with this? We're not saying, we're not saying this to scare anybody. What we're saying, we're, we're the reason we're saying this is to prepare Everybody, right? Um, No different than when COVID came in, it cleansed the market of a bunch of very fragile businesses that were weeks away from bankruptcy before COVID, right? Uh, There were a lot of businesses out there that if they had zero revenue for two weeks, they were going bankrupt. Yeah. COVID made that happen. It sped up that inevitable thing, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Things like Mm -hmm. this will kill a lot of businesses because these businesses are very unhealthy.
1: it, it it, It takes out you know what do they call that natural selection yeah where it literally it it t- like, if thins about, the herd if they're about to go out they go out right and what did i say today we were talking about in 08 mm-hmm. like in 08 businesses that were healthy in the service industry grew yep. or at least didn't go down they stayed flat maintained because they were able to pick up work even though it was um they were able to pick up new work even though it wasn't more work because other companies had folded right you know and that it, and it was allowed you to, it allowed you to gain new customers yeah. because you were healthy and in a good position. And that's what this, the episode of this podcast is about, right? Like right. you have to be able to prepare, prepare yourself for what's going to happen and be in a healthy position Yep. so that when, it, if it does come, I shouldn't say if, cause it's going to come, it's here already in a lot of places, um, to be able to withstand that wave. Yep. Right.
0: Yeah. So the key things to do right now, if you're listening to this show, um,
1: if you if you're a small business owner,
0: well, and and if you're just doing it for fun, that's who that's who listens to our show, right? Listen
1: up, too. So I know a lot of people that don't that aren't business owners, and they just like to hear you hear us
0: ramble. No, just
1: you, not me. Uh, Just you, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Um,
0: So where you need to be focusing right now, you need to get profitable. Right. If you're barely toeing the line and you're living month to month or paycheck to paycheck, even though you're a business owner, you need to get profitable because if you're living paycheck to paycheck right now as a business owner, you're fucked when things start thinning down here shortly.
1: Well, right? Let's just talk about how do we do that? Um, what, what, are exam- what are things that, that some guys can do I don't in wanna, the short term?
0: I don't want to be too pitchy but you need to get with somebody who knows what the hell they're looking at with your with your profit and loss statement and your balance sheet and you need to take their advice right they're going to tell you to cut spending and raise your prices typically that's not always the case it just kind of depends but if you don't have if if you're in that position right now then you obviously don't have the knowledge to do that on your own so you need to align yourself with somebody that can walk you through that process for you Okay, um, we do that in trade wins. And again, I'm not trying to be pitchy. There's plenty of people that do that. Your accountant may be able to do that if you have a yeah. financial strategist. They you're, can do that.
1: Your accountant for sure, right? Like, like a, and a couple of examples are just like. You know cut extra spending Like like we were just Saying earlier yeah like Don't be don't don't be be, wasting Money on
0: marketing if it's Not giving you a return
1: Well don't be don't be Buying a bunch of shit That you don't need
0: yeah Oh examine all of your Spending
1: well I need a New gas pipe machine Because this one it just Well it's a little rickety When I go well is it Cutting the pipe yeah then Fucking who cares if deal With it if you're one of Those
0: guys that can't open Facebook without checking Out Facebook marketplace You Mm -hmm. need to check your ass Right now (laughs) now is not the Time to be wasting money on Facebook marketplace on 17 projects that you're never going to finish.
1: Fuck you. I've been looking for a on marketplace. Yeah. I'm just saying,
0: (laughs) right? No, but if 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 you've been wanting to go out and buy the new
1: Tesla, hold off. Yeah. Wasted spending right now is, is a problem. If you, if you have a truck with 150,000 miles and it's running good, but you're just like, well, it's getting up there and hang on to that truck. Yeah. And if, and listen, this is the whole thing. This is what pisses me off about vehicles. A guy will have a truck and it's got 150,000 miles on it, and it's paid off. And then he's like, "Well, if the transmission goes out, I got to spend three grand." Yeah, but if, if you buy a new truck, you spent thirty. Spend yeah. the three grand, fix the truck, and keep driving it. Okay? Put, the,
0: put the three grand in the bank and just wait for the training to go out. Yeah.
1: Or 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 take the thirty grand, put it in the bank, and when the training goes out, you still got twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. Stop. Yeah. All right, don't yep. use that as a, as an excuse to go spend a bunch of money because you want a fucking new truck.
0: Well, and this is this is why back, you know, a year and a half ago when we bought all new trucks, I'm really glad I did because I don't have those worries right now. As the market's getting ready to get super lean, I'm good. I don't have crazy high vehicle repair risks or anything else cuz our trucks are newer, yeah. right? I got I got tires. Yeah. That's really about it.
1: Yeah, and if it, it, and this is this is going to be bad to say if you've got five employees, and you have been thinking about getting rid of your shitty one, like just let it time, might be the time let, let time handle it because in three months from now, when you have no work, it's really easy you yep. don't have to you don't have to let him go now, suffer, get back in the field, right. you can just like let time take its course like yep, that's what I was meaning earlier by natural selection, like things that need to be done will be taken care of, yeah. Another so try to be healthy. Don't be one of those things that's weak and dies off. Right. Be prepared. Be in the right mindset.
0: All right, so you've newly started your company and you're trying to pinch pennies. However, you don't realize the biggest thing that's hurting you right now is not gathering all of your information into one spot and making it super efficient for you to use. So the answer is field pulse. It gets you off of paper tickets. It gets you off of all of that crazy office work at the end of the day and reconciling all that stuff. And it lets you organize everything with ease. It puts it all into the computer. It actually puts it all into the cloud. So it's not even putting it on your computer and it lets you organize your customers. It lets you organize all of your service calls. Heck, it'll even route you to your service call. And the best part is, even after all of that, you'll probably realize about a one hundred percent growth in your business just in the first year of using Field Pulse. So, if you'd like to check out Field Pulse and see what great looks like, click on the link in the description of this show. Another another thing you can do is get systems in your business. And the reason why is because systems create efficiency. Right, so you need to have a system for how your guys operate service calls. You need to have a system for how your person that answers the phone answers the phone, because all of those things start to happen faster when you have systems. A prime example of that: this big sump pump program that we're doing. We showed up yesterday. We showed up to a sump pump install. This is floor break sump pump. We have to jackhammer the floor. We have to dig the hole, mount like in, install the pit, surround it with gravel. Patch the concrete, install the pump, install a new circuit, electrical circuit, dedicated outlet, pipe the pump out onto a splash block, whole thing, right?
1: Well, if you need a professional, just call
0: me. Well, (laughs) we showed up. Uh, The customer did not want to wake up till 9. He's a very old man, very, very old. He has a picture of himself with Mickey Mantle. Like
1: That's cool as this, shit. Yeah, it's
0: cool as shit. This was guy's a old. a cool guy too? Oh yeah, it's totally cool. I love him.
1: Dude, those are my favorite customers. He chain
0: smokes in the garage asking us questions the whole time we're working. Like badass the dude, right?
1: 95, chain smoking, yeah. knows Mickey Mantle. Like, yeah. what the, like how cool can you fucking be? Right. Like, and the you picture can't be of, cooler than that guy.
0: The picture of him with Mickey Mantle is he was paired up with him on a golf course.
1: Oh, like, fuck off. This isn't like I, this <laughs> like isn't like I met
0: Mickey Mantle. It's like I golfed with Mickey Mantle, right? Well, anyway... Yeah. Um, so this oh, guy, wow. this guy's like, so I don't care what right time right you now. want it. He's like, I don't care what time you want to get here. My front door is not unlocking until nine o'clock. So we couldn't get started till nine a.m. That's a. M.
1: a guy that knows what he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, this is my life and I love it. Don't fuck it up.
0: So we walk <laughs> in the front door at nine a.m. At 11.34 p.m. We are done on the job and pulling out of his driveway. Two hours and 34 minutes we did a complete sump pump installation start to finish. Got only 30
1: minutes later than I would have got it done. Oh, nice bullshit. Work.
0: <laughs> but what I'm saying is we have a very exacting system that sets our truck up so we have all the tools that we need. We yeah. have a very exacting system for how we install the sump pump. It, it creates efficiency, right? What does efficiency do? It the, saves money, right? Well, it creates profit. It saves money. The job pays what it pays, whether It takes me two hours and 34 minutes or 10 hours and 34 minutes, right? So, we were able to get that job done in two hours and 34 minutes, and everybody go off and about their day and make even more money, that job was paying the same amount no matter what, right? Right. So, systems will help you get through tough times. Um, Get consistency. Systems help you get consistent, right? Yeah. So, another thing you can do is get consistent.
1: They live in tandem.
0: Right. Consistency
1: and efficiency live in tandem.
0: And and finally, the last thing that you can do is get, well, I'm going to say, the second to last thing you can do, get liquid. And what that means is Get your money in places where you can turn it into cash quickly. Don't tie your mm-hmm. money up into a vehicle payment if you can avoid it right now. Right, right now, um, if you can you pay cash for a vehicle,
1: do it. Okay, I'm not going to bust your stones over it. It's well, today, I finan- today, I financed
0: vehicles a year and a half ago. It was I, different than mm-hmm. it is now.
1: Right? I'm just I'm saying your mantra. That's yeah. all. I'm not now, gonna, Not today. I'm not getting in there.
0: Now, one of my goals is to get our vehicles paid off. Right? However. I want to stay liquid. So, liquid for me is having the cash in the bank to pay a vehicle off, but not paying it off. Because the cash in the bank is worth more right now than removing myself from a vehicle note. And it's
1: going to be for a while too. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Right. So cash in the bank is liquidity and that's what you're pushing for.
1: I say cash is king all the time. Right. And I I, I, like, I try to live by that mantra.
0: Yep. And and that doesn't mean you can't spend money and you can't buy things that you want to enjoy. Right. Like I still like this next spring, I want to buy a wake surfing boat. However, a couple of months ago when I had this goal, I was like, ah, maybe I'll finance it. Now, I've got to kick my ass into high gear because now if I want to buy a wake surfing boat, I need to be liquid, right? So i got to pay cash for the wake surfing boat or put a substantial down payment on it so I'm in a position to where I can sell it quick if I need to, right? A little personal
1: advice, never buy a new boat.
0: Right. Oh, God, no, I'm not buying a new boat. Shit, those things are a quarter million dollars. Is that
1: why you've been like calling me like hey no. what's the trade what's <laughs> the trade <wins?" laughs> where <are> we at <laughs> where are no. we at on trade wins so, I'm not writing you any fucking checks the, for a stupid vote the last thing <laughs> the last thing
0: it. that I'm going to advise you on is if you're listening to the show and you haven't started your business yet now is the time to do it and the reason why is in tough times you need to maintain as much control as possible And you are in a much better position as a small business owner during tough times than you are as an employee of a large business during tough times. The reason why is as a small business owner, you're in charge of your employment. You can go out and do things to make sure that your paycheck is covered, that your ends are met, that your family is taken care of as an employee. Your employer could literally walk in tomorrow with no warning and wax you and you have nothing.
1: Yeah. Even if if you're one of the best employees, but you're newly hired. Right. Like you have no uh, longevity there. They may get rid of you because they don't know who you are now. Now, if you've been somewhere for 15 years and you're the best guy, obviously you're safe. Right. Right. But if you're thinking about going on your own anyway, like Mitch was saying, like if if you were have been listening to the podcast and are thinking, okay, in six months, I'm going to start stay on that plan. Like in six months from now, it will be the best time to start a business in since 2008. You're going to see it, a lot of purging. It will, it will, it will literally be the best time to start. Yeah. So if you were thinking about it, don't hold off. If you're getting ready to start this month, go with your plan and start right. Like literally now is a great time.
0: Now I want to be very clear here. When we talk about tough times, really what we're talking about is uncertainty. Okay. We're not talking about risk. When I started, I started my business in August of 2020. I was preparing to start my business in January of 2020. COVID wasn't even like it was a word that was said, but it wasn't even really talked about a whole lot. So three months into preparation to start our business, COVID locked down the nation. And we stayed the course and started our business in August, right? we had been through the lockdowns. We had come kind of coming out of the lockdowns or whatever else. Times were still really fucking uncertain. It wasn't any riskier for me to start my business. It was just uncertain. Yeah. Well, I still chose the path of controlling my destiny rather than leaving it up to an employer. Right. Because an employer can say no, I got to stay at home. No, I got to do this. No, I got to do that. No, I mean we lost this big account because interest rates, you know, went up and and shut down the new construction <laughs> markets. And now I got to lay you off, right? So now right. your destiny is out of your control. Whereas if you start your own business, you can go find work anywhere else you want, right? So that's hugely important. The the thing about tough times is tough times create, and this is an age, an age old uh, thing. That that happens. An old wise and, tale. And it's saying. a saying. Yeah, it's a it's a saying, like I didn't create this, right? Tough times create tough men. Tough men create easy times. Easy times create soft men, and soft men create tough times. Well, we got a lot of soft men right now, so we're in we're due for a lot of tough times.
1: And and, and I think that those tough times started about oh eight.
0: Yeah, very like could have.
1: It, 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 you know very well could have. Everything ebbs and flows, right? Everything goes up and down. So the, the beginning of the down was 08, and then it kind of came back up, and now, right. it's, now it's back down. I think we're still we're in that bottom. But for those of us, like what you're saying now, like it's up to us. Well, it's up to guys from 30 to 50 to build it back up. Right. Right? Well, like it's, it's our time. Go back to the beginning of
0: that. Tough times create tough men, right? Well, World here's, War II, baby. Here's the interesting thing about it. Tough times don't last forever, but tough men do. Yeah. Right? So use these times to get tough, and you're going to be so appreciative when you do. You're going to take the lessons that you've learned during these tough times, and you're going to apply them from here through the end of your career, and you're going to be actually thankful in the end of it that you went through these tough times. Because they're going to teach you, you know, the 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 valleys and then the losses teach you more than than mountaintop views ever will. That's yeah. exactly what this is, right? Yeah, we learn more through the tough times than we do through the victories.
1: Yeah, right. And so, and, and what we need to do as, and this is it's not off topic, but it's just a little more in depth. Like, you know, when one generation is great, like they baby the next generation. They're yes. like, I don't want my kids to have to. That's the cycle. Be tough, right? Tough men create easy times uh, stop that chain of bullshit right like i'm don't spank your kids my be my daughter, easy on your kids my daughter's ten, and I'm tough as shit on her right did I, did I show you the picture of her the other day?' Yeah. I, put, yeah, I am tough as shit on her because i don't want her to be soft right so if 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 all of my generation is letting their kids be soft and i'm tough on her and she's tough when she's with those soft-ass crybaby bitches, yep. she's going to be super successful. Yeah. So I'm like I'm not mean to her but I'm hard on her. Right. And it's right. my job. Yep. And we've got to break the cycle. Like literally what it should be is every every generation that has kids, you've got to be tough on those kids. Yep. You cannot just let them cruise all the time. Right. They're soft, they can't take care of themselves, they don't know what to do, they're lost half the time, and then when their parents die off, they're even more lost because yeah. they don't know what the fuck to do because their mom parents, and daddy always did it for them. Yeah, they never trained them to, or and not trained them. They never even showed them the right path to take, dude. To I overcome, got, you know, hardship, to overcome hard work, to overcome people telling them that they didn't like them. Yeah, get over it. Stop. I got,
0: I got a video. I'll probably share it. It's of my younger son Grant, and this is like six I was years ago. Insane. Um, I shared it on Facebook, but this was before your TikToks and your short-form videos and everything were out. I'll, I'll probably send it to Austin and have him edit it.
1: Well, hopefully but, he does something. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I'm I'll, just kidding, Austin. I'll, uh, uh, it, it's of a video of my, my youngest son. He's like six or five or something like that. And he's, he's wanting my help to make a bowl of cereal. And he has this ultra meltdown about that, that I won't help him make a bowl of cereal and you know he's afraid he's gonna make a mess he's afraid he's gonna rip the bag everywhere he's afraid he's gonna spill the milk and all this shit and it's like we can clean all that up like but i'm I'm literally in the video i'm filming him because he's having a meltdown and i'm like you know it's not my job to do things for you it's my job to prepare you for the world right yeah and and i'm not always going to be there to make your cereal so the sooner you learn how to make your own cereal the better.
1: Yeah. People don't want to admit the fact that they're going to die. Yeah. like You know what I mean? Like Mitch, Mitch could literally die tomorrow and his boys are on their own. They've got their mother and all they have to is like, what did dad teach me? Right. So you've got to train them up. You've got to teach them. People have to do it. It's just, it's, it's called real life, accept it and, and do the best you can with it.
0: As a parent, it's not your job to be your, Kid's best friend. It's it's your job to prepare them for the real world. Prepare them for the society that they're gonna see. There was there was some kooky nut job in my neighborhood that got on our neighborhood Facebook page. Oh, I like where this is going. (laughs) And they were complaining because high school kids were uh, making out at the pool.
1: Yeah, no it, shit. That's right. what high school kids that's do, That's what bro.
0: 18-year-old kids do, right? Yeah. They, they, they canoodle. They, they do their things, right? <laughs> they're trying to grab ass. And they I'm, were like, like, my kids don't need to be seeing that. And I, I simply got on there and I said, as a parent, I've found it's better to prepare my kids for what they're going to see in the real world than to try to make the real world behave a certain way around my children, right? I, because that's exactly what it is. You need to prepare your kids to see 18-year-old kids making out. Yeah, they're not doing anything. For one, they're freaking kissing. Right. First off,
1: first off, they are doing something wrong. But what I would like, so if I'm in the pool, this is what I do. Like Mason's my kid. We're at the we're at the pool, right? Right. I, I say, Mason, dude, this is what happens. This is real life. Have class. You shouldn't be doing it out in front of everybody. Right. And then right, I right, walk right. over to them and I go, Hey, guys. No one cares if you're making out, but have some fucking class. Hide in her car. What are you doing out here, bro? The
0: problem with that is that's (laughs) probably the exact same person that advocates for a popular brand to show two dudes making out in their advertising.
1: You, right? you're, we we got to be inclusive We got to include first, everybody you know, First off Don't fucking get me started <laughs> We're in an hour and 15 minutes I can't We can't go down that path right now We <laughs> I just can't go down that path right now. But even if it Say it was two dudes making out I, I would say the same thing I'd be like look Oh Jake, yeah No totally I'd be totally. like hey look Mace Bro like yeah, chill off with your boyfriend. This is what <laughs> no, I, no. I'm saying if he's at the pool with me. Oh, I'm saying hey, dude. This is kind of like what happens. This is real life. Yeah, like you're gonna see shit like this. Don't be like this. Have you gotta some, turn away. Have some class. Yeah. And then I'd go up to the dudes and I'd be like, guys, have some class. Get the fuck out of here. Take it somewhere else. Like, this thing, come on, dude. Yeah. Like Don't, this is not. This is not real life. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Well, that's weak instead men, of that, right?
1: Well, weak men is that guy posting instead of walking up to them and being like, hey, guys, stop it. Dude, right, you got to have some class.
0: Right, like weak, weak men would rather go to the masses and complain yes. than solve the problem. Yeah, right. It,
1: it, exactly. You and, tell your kids, hey, this stuff happens. This is what's going on. This is how you handle it. Yep. And then you go up to them and you say, hey, you two, you got to have some class. That's why. Like this. This ain't. This ain't the movie theater in 1995. Yep. Like, have some class. Go home. I don't know what to fucking tell you.
0: Yeah. That's why, that's why soft men and weak men create tough
1: times. Yeah.
0: Because it's only going to get tougher unless you address that problem head on. Yeah, right? and the
1: worst part is, like, the older I get, mm. I think I've said this on the show before, like, like I'll go to the bar. Like, I, I like to go to Captain's. Right. And I like to go just to have a break. Like I sh- so I shut my TV off. This has been like eight months ago. But I like watching Royals games. And I, you know me, I work seven days a week and right. I'm working three or four nights a week. I work all the time but sometimes I've got to, my brain's got to shut down. Right. So I'll just I'll tell you like I'm going up to captains for a beer and I'll go up there and I'll drink one or two beers and I'll literally sit in the corner by myself. Right. And just sit there and look at the fucking TV. You're
0: that creepy old guy at the bar.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's like all these just these crazy nut jobs are everywhere and it like takes everything I have to just not be like dude if yeah. you don't shut the fuck up, yep. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. Like I'm I'm literally I'm here just to like decompress Dude. for five minutes. Shut your ass.
0: One, of, one like, of my it's just
1: it's everywhere, man. It's fucking everywhere.
0: One of my mentors through my career, he had a classic saying that he would say over and over, and he's it, like anytime he'd come up with a problem, he would literally just respond like you already knew what you, you were gonna bring him a problem and you already knew what he was gonna say. You gotta punch that problem in the mouth.
1: God, I I want to punch so many people in the
0: mouth. And and he's not meaning, like, sometimes he's meaning figuratively, but most of the time he's meaning stop beating around the bush. Stop looking for the politically correct way to handle that situation. Hit it head on. Yeah. If somebody's out of line, course correct them right now. Call them out in front of the group and handle it right now right I, I, don't don't be yeah, like maybe yeah. i need to pull them aside like the corporate thing a pip uh, a performance improvement plan maybe i need to pull them aside and put them on a pip dude, like I'm no you, call them out in the fucking meeting and say tom stop your shit I'm, I, right dude, like leave the meeting until we're done we and then we're need, talking after we this we need
1: more of that right like literally in my brother like my brother and I are complete opposites. Like, he doesn't get it. Yeah. Like, literally, I told him one day. I got back from the bar. I'd been there. F- I was literally there 15 fucking minutes. I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to have a few beers and watch a few innings. Like, 15 minutes later, I get back, and I go down to the bar, and he's like, hey, I thought you were going to the bar. He's like, I I, was I couldn't like, handle I- it. I was like, dude, I told a kid that if he didn't shut his fucking mouth, I was going to beat the shit out of him at the bar, and they asked me to leave. Yeah. Like, because I just couldn't... Like, I just... like is <laughs> gonna make
0: me look so Wait, bad this you had a hard sound, time keeping your mouth shut <laughs> this is
1: gonna make me sound so bad. Yeah, so but true. i literally was like do you i, I looked him in the face and i was like do you know how fucking stupid you sound right now and he's like what are you talking about i was like what you're talking, like, you talking about with your buddy right now you sound like a complete fucking jackass yeah i said and, and he was real loud and had had a few beers i said like, no one in here gives a fuck right i said like, keep your fucking mouth shut yeah I was like, or take it outside or up, you know, whatever. No one cares. Like, everyone was staring at him. Yeah. You know, like, dude, who, what, what is this guy? Yeah. And literally, like, I, so I know a couple of guys that are like, dude, you can't, like, come on, dude, dude. You can't be. And I'm like, and I looked at, I, I keep trying to say his name and I'm not going to say it. But I looked at him and I was like, dude, this is the problem. No one ever says anything, and yep. then you get these drunk idiots that are just rambling off the mouth until it gets to be 12 a.m. and everyone's had too many, and then someone gets their fucking ass beat because no one said anything right. an hour and a half ago. Right? He's like, dude, you got to get out of here. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know what? You're probably fucking right. He's like, I got your beer. I was like, okay, I'll see. You yeah. know I'll see you tomorrow night.
0: <laughs> Gone are the days of people of being afraid to literally get
1: figuratively punched in the mouth. Yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, it's it's no different than that. I should repost that one that I, that Austin made the short of me. Like it was just me saying. Everyone's a telephone tough guy now Yeah Because yeah. you wouldn't say that To someone in the face You right. just literally Because you're scared You're going to get your ass beat
0: Right It's it's no different than A couple of episodes ago We were sharing the story About Gus going to the Indoor go-kart place Yeah same now, thing Now granted That was a younger kid
1: But and, still If and no I one tells him He's going to be an ass bag The right. rest of his life And
0: I didn't get physical right i just i
1: i yelled at him that's it you didn't even really yell i didn't even really yell like, i, I talked you're sternly yelling, right i know you're yelling and it's not even yelling <laughs> and and there were still people that
0: came on to my facebook after i shared the story about it there were still people that were like you shouldn't be yelling at children. The fuck, I'm not. Like kids need yelled at. Yeah. If it, anything, that's exactly what they need. Yeah,
1: and listen, this whole this whole you're not the parent of my kid. Yeah, you're right. But if you were a parent, I wouldn't fucking have to be. Yeah. So get off your fat lazy ass and fucking do something. Still about Still don't their even behavior. know where the
0: parents were that night. But like that's, that's what I'm saying. If, that's the if, thing. If it takes a village, right? Like if my kids <laughs> were behaving that way, I would hope they got yelled at by some adult,
1: well, right? Well, and that's the thing. Like if even even people that. Like, they'll go out with, with um, like, one parent will take a bunch of kids out. Yeah. Right? You know, like, it, it, if I went out and I said, hey, Mitch, you're out of town, Danielle's losing the, with, the, with the boys, I'm going to take them go-karting. And yeah. they acted like that, and I chewed their fucking ass, you'd be like, good.
0: Thank you. They yeah.
1: fucking had it coming.
0: Yeah. That's, like, that's, it, that's just... There's a couple of sayings about, like, get your kids in sports because it'll actually do them good to get yelled at by somebody else to get constructive criticism by somebody else, yeah, like a, a coach.
1: from the sidelines, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. are you doing? You know, yeah. yeah.
0: But I mean, it, you know, the saying of a, it takes a village is not because everybody's rallying in support. It also takes a village of people yelling at your kid when they're out of line. Yeah. Right? Like, like you we, want that.
1: Like when we were kids, like if mom wasn't around, uncles and aunts and babysitters will beat your fucking ass. Yeah. And you see you a flip-flop what?
0: come off and you better be running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Dude, flip-flops hurt.
0: Dude, I got I got my ass chewed by my aunt one time, and it's one of the biggest ass chewings I ever got. Dude,
1: your mom chewed my ass one time. Yeah. And yeah. It, and I think your dad probably chewed my ass. A lot. <laughs> you know, your dad wasn't as much, as bad. Like, a few times, he was more like you, like he's stern. Pretty calm. But your mom would be like, what are you fucking, yeah. you know, shoot, yeah. you gotta
2: go home. Yeah.
1: Like, you know. This is part of it. And, right. and, yeah. and you know what, it kept people, it, it kept, Um. it kept us it not only kept us in line, it keeps you grounded, but it also like your mom was my second mom. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I had my mom, my second mom. And then my stepmom was like my third mom. Yeah. And then Janine's mom was my third mom. And my stepmom was my fourth mom. And yeah. then I hope oh, that yeah. bitch dies eventually, like soon, hopefully <laughs> painfully because she was just a piece of shit. But like, I will always to this day, like even like, so your dad does my insurance. Right. And like, I didn't know your mom was in there. And she's like, "Dude, she goes in. I was like, Hey mom, number two, like, right. she knows. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're, uh, she hasn't seen me in five years. She knows we're super close because it's, I have, I have respect for her and she knows it. It was a, it was a couple Four of months ago, up, you know,
0: Daniel, Daniel posted something about like, if your kid comes over to my house, they're going to hear me say fuck, but they're safe.
1: <laughs> I guarantee
0: they're safe Yeah But I'm a
1: cuss Yeah but if, <laughs> but if someone comes over here And tries to kidnap them I'm gonna fuck them up Yeah You know It's just like We've lost that Yeah You know And it's just It's fucking sad man Yeah that it just
2: cool. It's yeah. just sad Yeah that was kind of like the When I was growing up That was almost like Expected like if If my parents were watching One of my friends It was like They knew That okay um, That's my child also Right Yeah And right. so it was a sort of thing And also too like Like, if we ever got in trouble, like, tickets or something from the police, like, my parents were never, like... Oh, it's okay. Like, they let the police, like, yeah, they let deal us with it, bro. face Dude. the police and be like... Yeah, that's your shit. Yeah. That's, a,
1: that's your fuck up. Dude, yeah. I mean, I'll help
2: you navigate
1: it, but that's on you, but bro. You gotta pay that. Dude, yeah. we'll,
0: we, can, we can... I know we're running long. We can end this that's on okay. a, a badass story that goes right in with this. It doesn't
1: matter. My, we, can, we can go for two fucking hours. We can go as
0: long as we want. It's a um, podcast. You're my it two
1: weeks. My oldest son... <laughs> no, we're gonna let it fly this time.
0: My oldest son uh, went with me to the gun range one day. And, um, he was wearing a hoodie. It was cold outside, and we're shooting my handgun nine mil and pop, 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 you know whatever else gun. right a couple of hundred a couple of hundred rounds. it's my concealed gun. I'm just
1: kidding, God damn it it's, m- it's my person. burner it's my
0: <laughs> burner gun, it's a sky c p x two God, it is a burner gun, it's yeah, it's, it's worth hundred and seventy dollars two twenty nine Two twenty nine is what you've I paid for. You got it. money. I know, but get something nice. If I'm gonna take one that like gets thrown around in the con, like I don't have to care for it, right? Two hundred twenty nine dollars, and it's pretty fucking accurate. First so.
1: off, if it's a good gun, you should be able to throw it all around and it still function.
0: Well Skye's does that. It's actually passed like the best endurance test ever. Trigger, you can drive the trigger, over with a car. Trigger pulls this long. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No safety, <laughs> so it's a long trigger she pull. don't want
1: that. So um, she needs three eighty.
0: Anyway, is like that. It's we, we go, uh, <laughs> we go to the gun range and we come home. Oh boy. We, we come home and, um, Mason ends up finding a nine mil casing in the pocket of his hoodie. Somehow through the gun range, it like flew out of the gun, land, yeah. landed in a hoodie pocket. Story
1: of my life. They're all over my deck.
0: Yeah. And so I'm like. <laughs> Everywhere. My he, he's like, can I keep it? And I'm like, yeah, you can keep it. However. Don't take it to school, bro. It's just like your pocket knife. You cannot take it to school. Right. I said, if you take it to school, they're going to kick you out of school. They're going to expel you. And then if you get expelled from school, mom or I have to quit our jobs and we have to stay home with you. And if we have to quit our jobs, we can't afford our house. So we have to sell our house. And like I gave him this yeah. whole long
1: story. Yeah, and if it's your mom, your life's over. Yeah. Like literally every day. So
0: <laughs> he was like, all right, I won't take it to school. Well, then it got warm for a week or two and then it got cold. So he puts his hoodie back on. He goes out to recess in the middle in of the day. And he comes back in, they're all lined up to go to the bathroom and he puts his hands in his pockets cause his hands were cold and he feels the bullet casing in there. And so he walks straight up to the teacher and he says, I found something in my pocket. I'm not supposed to have at school. I don't know what to do about it. And she says, we'll go on into the bathroom, come out of the bathroom and we'll take care of it. Well, now he knows he has a bullet casing in his pocket and all the dudes are in the bathroom. Right? Yeah. So, Nobody comes out of the bathroom for like 15 minutes. And so the teacher goes in there wondering why nobody's coming out. Yeah. And, and she walks in there and Mason's standing in the circle of boys with his hands cupped and a bullet casing in there. And all the boys are just in amazement that oh. he's got a bullet
1: casing in there. Yeah. Right. You, you know, 50 years ago, they were all like, dude, that's normal. Who right? cares? Right. Yeah. Like so, shotguns in the back of the truck. Cause they went bird hunting before they went to school. Yeah. And like,
0: this <laughs> is a, this is a spent casing. So there's no danger to anybody. Right. And, and so now he's in trouble. And so she takes him to the principal's office. The principal calls me and she's like, I don't know what to do with this. Um, It's a spent. She's got boys. She's got weapons. Right. She knows. Throw it away. She's like, it's a spent casing. I don't know how you want to handle this. He's not really in trouble, but this is like really borderline. Right. And and I told him, I I told the the principal, her is actually a female. um, I told her, I'm like, you said he's not in trouble, right? And she goes, no, it, because it's a spent casing, it's not. A, if it was a full blown bullet, it'd be different. But it'd be, it's a spent Why? casing. I don't know.
1: What's he going to do, it on the ground? try to kill someone?
0: <laughs> So I'm like, well, if he's not in trouble, like he knew the rules. We had this whole conversation. He knew the rules. He knew he'd be in trouble. I said, we got what, three hours of school left? She goes, yeah. I said, can you do me a favor? Can you keep him in your office for the rest of the day and tell him that you're checking with your boss to see if he's going to be expelled from school? I want him to sweat his ass out for the next three hours because, because he knew what the consequences were. Right. And even if it was accidental, because he's not in trouble, he knows what the consequences are. So here I so here here the principal is calling me and I'm actually asking her to get more strict. Right. Yeah. Because this and I, is,
1: and I get, and I, this is the perfect
0: that. opportunity to teach him the best
1: lesson ever. That there are consequences. There are consequences for your, consequences actions. For your yeah. actions. Exactly. Uh, so, I, 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 and I agree with that a hundred percent. It's just a weird way to do it. <laughs> it.
0: It's a weird way to do it, but it was the perfect storm to teach that lesson. Yeah. Right. And and so she did, and she actually messaged me. She emailed me a little bit later, and she was like, "I couldn't do it. I kept him for two hours, but I couldn't do him for the whole day. So he went back to class in the last hour. Yeah. But but essentially, like he came home and he's sobbing and crying, and, and <laughs> of I almost was. got exp- like you know he's yeah doing the whole thing right and the and, whole
1: time. You're like, well that's that's my fault. Well I'm no no I'm I'm I mean, enjoying it. like I'm enjoying
0: it because it was an awesome <laughs> I'm lesson.
1: Enjoying it yeah <laughs> because you're such a douche. Because from
0: that po- moment forward, he realized dad ain't lying. Mm-hmm. Dad, like yeah. I literally could have gotten expelled. Yeah. So now I listen to Dad because Dad don't lie. You do you right? let him listen to podcasts? Do you? Because now oh it's over. yeah, I share him all this shit. Well, now it's over. No, he already knows that. Okay. He already knew that. So, but uh, we'll we'll end it on that. We've gone an hour and a half. So, um, guys, God, where if, does this
1: start going on one topic? If, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck we're supposed if, to do here. <laughs> if
0: you got value from this show, if this show taught you something, if it made it made you think about things in a different way, do us a favor and send this episode, like literally pull your phone out, hit the share button and send it to somebody who would get value from this show. Also, if you see somebody asking questions about starting a business or running a business online, please do us a favor and tell them to watch Watch The Void, because that's literally the purpose of this show is to empower you guys to be better business owners. So until next week, we will see you later. Love you guys.